Hey, Bri, doesn't it suck that the boss is always over our shoulder when we try to talk? Jay, he should be entertained by us. Let's get out of here and finish this conversation. All right, as long as it's not work-related. Jay! B! How's it going? Well, thank God we got all that work-related stuff up before we started the work-related podcast. I'm doing good, man. I want to welcome everyone to the work-related podcast. We are related by work, I think, on X still. But then, you know what, man? I had something to post and I didn't do it. The castle? Yeah, the fucking castle. I was going to, we, uh, oh, uh, apologies for not being here last week. Oh, yes. That sucks. I hate, hate when nothing's yeah, going on. Uh, uh, morbid situations. How yeah. you say it? Yeah. Oh shit. How's uh, how's like how's Celine, how how was that? Like I know Selena lost a grandmother. It was right? all right. It was very French. So that's crazy. You know? <laughs> um, they're very French, right? They are very French. And uh, but it was she lived. It was it was in Ontario. Yeah, it was in uh, Welland, French, pretty French town. Is it French church? Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, you know, actually, you know what's pretty crazy? So, um, Selena's grandmother's a hundred years old. Yeah, that's ninety nine would have been a hundred in December. Um, she, she had a. I met this guy there. He's from Quebec. He's, he's also very French. Makes sense, right? And uh, I think the story I heard from Selena was that he was like adopted or something, and her grandmother kind of raised him, type of a thing. And so he came down to go visit, and then we were talking about work and stuff. And like, um, so it was me, Selena's brother, Selena's dad. Uh, Selena's brother's a welder in Alberta. Selena's oh, yeah? dad works on the pipelines as well. But uh, he does like uh, something to do with like pumping water out of like uh, reservoirs and like, you know, removing water. Yeah, it's that complicated shit for real. And I'm like, okay, so we're all talking about work and I'm talking about how Selena's like, yeah, Brian's the supervisor now. And I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, the one thing you don't really realize you deal with is like the bullshit of dealing with like people and whatnot. And so we, that conversation kind of died down after a while. We were talking about harassment and like the new age stuff. And then the guy started talking about, um, like, he's like, yeah, I completely get what you mean. Like he was in the, he was in the military and he was like, yeah, he's like, when I started to move up in rank and you just start to see dealing with other shit was like so much harder. Like, Oh, so how long were you in the military? Oh, he joined at 17. He got out in 1996. How old? Like, I don't know. He's like 70. Holy shit. Right? So that was his whole career. His whole career was in the huh. military. He said when he was 17, he was driving on the streets of Berlin on a tank. He was a tank. He was in the tank. So like he went, he was over, he was over there. He was in Russia. He was in, he was in NATO for a while doing like a whole bunch of NATO and like peacekeeping missions. And he was saying how like the UN would like hire NATO soldiers to like escort people on like peacekeeping missions, but they weren't like allowed to like fire back and stuff like that. Like he's like, he was like so many times, like you would get fired at. And every time a shell hits a tank, cause like the tanks they had were generally stronger than the, the opposition, whoever it was like one of the times he said they were dealing with the Serbs. They were like raping a lot of villages and pillaging and stuff like that. And so anytime they would come through, they would just fire on them, but they didn't have the greatest equipment, but it's felt like a near death experience. Of course. It, it's like, it's like, it's crazy. You really feel like you're going to die and you can't do anything about it when you're on the UN. So what would happen is they would go back and then they would get reassigned back to NATO and go back and deal with the issues. Oh, wait, with the UN not involved. Yeah, with the UN not involved. He was like, he was in Switzerland. He was stationed in, in Canada in some places and stuff. Like he was telling me like all these crazy stories. He's like how um, 
you could uh Sunil's brother asked like how far can you like could you guys shoot back then like in a tank he's like you could shoot like uh what did he say four kilometers wow right do you think they have like so just i mean my picture i don't i don't know modern equipment right like the most modern equipment is like airplane like military airplanes yeah. right like you see these like firefox things where you can just like think of what to do yeah. and like the targets you see all the like, from the uh, first iraq war right like bombing shit with this like laser like these, these laser pinpoint kind of things stuff, right yeah. um but I think of a tank as just a box. Like you don't think of all this like electronic tank, equipment yeah. in there. So it must be. Yes. They must have the same kind of like accuracy. Like they, they yeah, quote unquote it's, accuracy. It's crazy because uh, I was like, well, I I've heard of like snipers shooting like a kilometer or two kilometers, and like how they have to like angle and do math because sniping is not like video games where you hold the gun up and you just shoot. Or even an electronic target. Right, yeah, like, like, he, like the electronic finders. target would factor in the wind, and so he's like, they would. He's like, yeah, they would do what they the snipers would do would calculate like the the movement of the earth because the earth is moving, yeah, so it's not the like same. That. The wind and like the how they would the stuff. Earth. And he's like, so once they get that dialed in, then you can somewhat point and shoot and whatnot. But you can't do that just by picking up your oh that guy's two hundred meters and just shoot him. Like, well, two hundred meters is close, but like you know what I mean. So he was saying in tanks back then is what they would have is a laser. So they would see and they could zoom into the target and it would see their target. They would hit it with a laser and it would come back with the calculations of like what elevation you need to raise and what and stuff Can like that. Can the laser that. measure the wind? No, he said wind okay. you have to calculate on your own. Okay. But yeah, but he said now the tanks now are way crazier. Like they'll yeah, they'll they'll account for the wind and the rotation of the earth. They will account for they will raise the muzzle for them now. The the tank, what do they call that? The, the fucking arm, the yeah, gun, the cannon. It so it automatically raises yeah. so that they can do all that. Crazy. And he was saying like how um he was talking about like the different type of tank rounds. He's like, there's this tank round that we would use that you would uh, shoot. It was like a, a what are they, incendiary, incinerary, incinerary, whatever it is. It would basically shoot. And he's like, you would never really know what happens to the tank. Cause you would think that there's no damage, but <laughs> everybody inside would be burned alive oh, except for the driver because the driver's in a different compartment and what? you would aim for the top, the turret part of the tank. So the turret part has like turret. the gunner yeah. has like the captain, whoever's in charge. And it has like a, a navigator or something. And he's like, they would all die. So sometimes you would see the uh, driver like come out afterwards. Cause it's hot. Obviously it's on fire and he would come out. You'd be the only one to oh. see. Oh my God. Would they shoot him? Crazy? Would they fucking like snipe him for four kilometers away? He never, he never got into that one. He never said anything about <laughs> That's that. That's a NATO problem. But it's crazy because he was so, he, when I first saw him sitting down, he was just like, he's like a skinny, he's like 70 something. He's like skinny and like he seemed very polite, very French and stuff. And I was looking at him. Those don't go together, polite and French. He was right. Sorry. And he has his shirt on. And he's like, and then he, I seen like he had like so many tattoos under his arm. I'm like, this guy like freaking, this freaking Quebec, close to Montreal. Maybe he's like in the mob or some shit. Hell's Angels, right? Like you start to think, and then you then he says he was in the army. You're like, oh, that's why there's a lot. Of, I think well, Hell's Angels started with vets. Yeah, like they came back, like they wanted that freedom. Like they, it wasn't that they wanted to kill, keep killing. No, but the rest of society and the hierarchy of a fucking retarded president and this guy being a bot, like they just can't handle it. Yep. Like you have to handle lots of incompetence that is thrown at you. Even people that should know better are being incompetent with the way they should handle Absolutely. things in our 45 minute pre fucking conversation <laughs> related stuff that we can't get into. Yep. Um, so I can't imagine once you're in that world, like we brought before, like, Oh, military, like sounds good to you. Like, yeah. just, but just the structure of it, mm -hmm. if you're, that's your career. 
Like, how do you, like, it must be so hard to not, like, let real world life, oh. like, how ridiculous it is. Could you imagine? Well, that's why even people, like, well, one of the quotes I've heard, it's like, the hardest, the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. And if that's why you don't know what privileged life you have, if your worst life is being in a car accident or yeah. having trouble at work, when, like, yeah, you know, the worst thing I was was when, should I kill this guy that came out of a tank yeah. that we just blew up? Yeah. Like, for no reason other than he's an enemy. Like, he's not going to hurt the war, but he's an enemy. Like, you're, yeah. like, the, like that's it's a fucking... That's you. It's, that's, and then that's a whole other philosophical problem, right? Like, so that's not even his worst day. Yeah. His worst day is driving through. He's like, oh, don't worry about these bullets hitting us. <laughs> They're just, you know what I mean? They're just Serbs. They don't have anything. Like, yeah. Until one day the Serbs get a hold of a fucking Russian rocket. Well, it was Serbian tanks. But that's what I mean. But so yeah, it's crazy. Like, but yeah. Imagine you're like, I, I was looking at him like, you must be freaking, has some sort of PTSD. You're sitting there with your legs crossed and talking about this like it's freaking breakfast. But I mean, I would hope that's what like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm more the type that just like balls it up and, or like holds it in and finds friends like you to, to, to lay shit out on or whatever. But by the time he's 70 and, and like, like that, like he's, he's might've figured out a way to live with it. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, in TV shows and stuff in that lioness and that somehow like at one point she has to tell her daughter, her daughter sees her, put a gun in her back. Like, what do you, you're a translator, mom. Like, yeah. like, Oh, I just, you know, protection, this and that. Like, there's no way for her to explain what her job is. Yep. She's whining about this and that. And she's had to decide if, you know what I mean? Her special operator is going to die on a suicide mission. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and, and whatever. So like these real, but that's like, we, um, uh, like the price of our freedom like again like I don't want to be in charge of it I mean oh, I yeah. don't respect it as enough like I don't have this kind of conversation or whatever but a guy like that I would assume if I'm me in a bitter angle that I like to take about I'd be like fucking just grinding my teeth 70 year old just like fucking you know these young kids with their phones and they have no idea what was sacrificed my yeah. brothers I've lost and all that but yeah. at some point you have to let it go Yeah. at some point you have to let go of control mm -hmm. at some point you just have to let these you know what I mean like these fucking I'm sure he doesn't like any leader, never mind Trudeau or whatever, like kind of things. Just like, what have I, what have I fought for all these lives that you're just giving away or however they see it? Yeah, he seemed very fond of Jean Chrétien. That's hilarious. Know? He was like, yeah, that guy, that was a real, that was a real prime That's minister. A, what a conversation. Right so I remember, John, I fucking hate it. Like, really? as entitled as you think Trudeau is or anything, he just felt the same way. Like, they all, if you don't like them, they all give off this fucking sense of entitlement yeah. or... In the Who moment, are you to make these decisions for me as a country? But like in I said, the moment you're talking about, right? Yeah, like I don't care about it even yeah. like now. Like again, like even this. Well, the hardest part comes when you have like a, a Trump or Biden. It's just like fuck. I don't want to step up for any of these people, right? And then like yeah, you want to be well, on the fuck Trump the whole time. We're having that right now. But then you say, but then you say, fuck Trump. But then somebody comes and says, yeah, but like the way he dealt with China or Korea, like that wasn't too bad. Like, are you going to stick to your guns? Or are you going to say, yeah, you know what? I, I like my leader to say something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like sure. USA first or whatever it is. Like, it gets lost in a racism thing or, or an idealism or who he is. Mm -hmm. Right? And when it comes to, like, a Donald Trump, it, like, it just becomes so polarizing that it. I don't want to, even if you know there's a compliment to give, I don't want to give you this compliment. Mm -hmm. Not, like, worst of it, he hears it and runs with it and go, yeah, look at this guy. This guy's my friend. He loves that my stance on China. But it's a little more complicated than that. Like, that's why the leaders will never win. Like, that's why if when you're talking about work stuff, like you're not, we joke that you're not a welder anymore and you're a supervisor. And we don't joke about it. Like, you have more welders than we do on the daytime now. And this, um, delicate, the, 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 uh, the amount of 
personality that is dictating what happens instead of uh, like facts mm -hmm. or you not wanting your opinion to be like you putting your foot down, stepping a boundary that was over somebody that was your superior. Yeah. But what is what you I want you to look at now and you is just like, yes, that is all true. And yes, there's a position he has a, uh, his hand on the schedule and all that. But they've given you nine welders. You can't treat it like you're babysitting uh, three welders anymore. Like when I was trying to start, like, I know you agree. So you yeah. you 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 have a little power, but you still have this. I can't do anything about it. I've tried to show you an example of what you could do about it. You think, yeah, oh, that's good. And this is like the micromanage. That's something you control. You can't control who's going to run the leader of Christian or, or Trudeau and all that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we don't give up. We're just citizens. We pay our taxes. Like if you've sacrificed your life to be in the military, like then you could be like, I think have more of a uh, right to speak out. Yeah. But by the time you're 70, you would hope that you would have um, realized that I can't do anything about it. Like I just got to like, like, um, you know what I mean? Like just accept things. I don't know. Accept change. Just accept that you're not going to like everything, and True. just change. And so this guy can't change, like uh, affect his environment with like Christian and and how or the kids with their phones. I'm just guessing all that stuff, um, <laughs> and what he's had to see. But he can only just accept it. And if you don't accept it, you're just going to be a bitter old man. That's true, right? Like for him to be calm, and you're like, wow, I don't get that. I mean, that's a great like a quality, a trait yeah, that cool. I would like to have. At that age, with the shit he's been through, being from Quebec, you know, those guys are. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, like I do see why you would like that military thing. I, but, and also I give people this, like, uh, uh, if you're willing to go through the shit they're going to put you through, right? Like it's, it's not even like hazing. It's almost like, like it's like the, um, like the, the boot camping and all that, they, they have to rule out the week, like, like uh, mandates to have a certain amount of women or a certain amount of this or a certain amount of that in there. Like it's good for society, but like we still need to make the strongest team possible. And so like only the strongest women should survive mm -hmm. like through a train. I'm just guessing, you know what I mean? Like, sure. They, like there's women there that are, are more badass than a lot of high percentage of the men, but you don't just make it 50, 50 mm -hmm. for the sake of a stronger man for the like woman, make the women step up and show that they are just as capable. Absolutely. And many do. Yeah. And that's just naturally thing that kind of happens. And that's just like, you get to put them through that adversity before you can find out how they're going to treat in the real world because the real world consequences are so bad. Yeah. What I find that's a little similar with your work thing is that like you were trained in a certain way. You were, you you were trained a little bit to be a lead hand and a little bit of that. And then you were just given, like you were just thrown out there like a fucking hot air balloon. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have to just go, they trust your opinion. You know, have to know they trust your opinions. Even when it comes to you giving booby too much power in a way, if you want to say that, but it, it was earned. Like he was the king of those fucking USB trucks. Yeah. And like, it's really hard to watch him with um, a certain sense of entitlement that he might not really deserve, mm -hmm. but it's what the situation dictates, like calls for. For sure. Right. And so that, you know what I mean? is how you can live with that like situation. That's why you're not, you can be more of that 70 year old dude, like calm down. Yeah. You know what? Like it's so hectic to get all these new guys going to it, but I just, I give Booby this thing and I know to trust him. I know nobody else can, but me and him have this relationship. You've, you've, um, you've empowered him with that. And it's come with great results when that gets fucked with because he can't get along with other people or he, you know what I mean? Like wrongfully fucking goes over supervisor's heads and oh God. he's his own worst enemy in a lot of ways, yep. but he's just so impulsive. Like we understand why he's like he is mm -hmm. and we're willing to over, not over, like help him get over it or, or whatever for the, for the cause. Mm -hmm. And so I try to tell you, so it's like, um, yeah, like that's your best angle of that is, is creating your own, like, uh, 
you have to it's not stepping on toes you are now the the runner of that shift you're the colonel you're the you can make it i want you to make it more militarized Mm -hmm. right like this funny because you 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 jones for that and you you aren't because of the other like the commanders but what i'm saying is the commanders now have left you in serbia right like they've shown you how to drive a tank they've shown you who to you know try to do this do that oh hey this guy says he can you know i mean like pull the trigger really good and get into hey you know what i was here when he's gone he's he didn't hit shit he's seen a couple of trees (laughs) he blew up a school like i don't want him to do that again and then so you can just have some guy that's way out of touch like doesn't care just say yeah you know what a couple schools have to go before you know i mean like go and then you could be like that's the most retarded thing i've ever heard yeah right like a real leader would just like okay and then when you're in the fucking field to say a and b you're switching yeah. Like you're going to fucking, you're going to look at the map and he's going to hold the trigger. Yeah. Oh no. Fucking Colonel fucking Bragg said, don't worry. When a school comes along, I'll get you on. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We won't fucking pass this. He jumps out with his own gun and shoot the school. Like, so you know what I mean? Like you can't control that. Yeah. Right. Like you, or they, that's how you can control that. And then you could be worried. Okay. Well, what happens when we come back in the mission briefing? Real people, when they delegate leaders, that's why they have those mission briefings. They don't know to expect whatever's going to happen. Even mm-hmm. when they have satellite cameras and they're showing the bad guys running around the whole complex and they're, oh, what are they doing? They're not the fucking soldiers coming on the beach. Yeah. Right? Like, they've trusted that to them. Mm-hmm. They come in and when, remember, like, in the show where she let some of her team do something in Texas? And like, how stupid are you? You're, you're caught on the border. Like, you blew up a fucking uh, house yeah. in Texas. Like, yeah. you know, you could have put the CIA or whatever, you know, I mean, it's just a story, in trouble. And they're just going, yeah, but we did it because of this reason. And she's like, they're your guys. <laughs> yeah, and then that, but, yeah, but you're using my guys, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, like so they, they don't let her get off of it scot-free, but they also know, like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, there's a bigger thing here that we didn't know about. For sure, they didn't have their eyes open. They didn't know about it. They yeah. let their team, just like you, so you come in and just say, like you've had issues where like shit was built wrong because you just let like the, the daytime supervisor say what should happen. Say, what can I do? And I just told you what you could, like I, I gave you a situation where you could do it's like, yeah, but this guy doesn't want, but it doesn't matter. They're letting you go with your troops into the middle of Serbia. And, and what happens out there is up to you. And so what, what I, I was glad you heard it. It's like, that's how you can make it more militarized. You say worst thing could happen. Your supervisor comes in and is angry that you didn't do everything that he said. And then you can say, yeah, but did you realize it was going to, like, you know what I mean? Like, we were going to, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to come up to a school. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that school coming. You know what I mean? Like, so I we had to d- divert from there. Oh, I'm just guessing. It was, oh, I didn't know that. Because these people have gone through it, too. You need to, it's funny. It's, it's weird for me to have to give you moments of, like, to stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? Or, or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like, you're very, mm-hmm. you don't seem to need that. But then how Sometimes do I know? I do. Yeah, I think everybody needs everything. Yeah. For right? sure. like it's the, that's silly for me to assume, oh, I shouldn't say that to him. He would know that, right? He's a strong-willed guy. He knows his opinions like matter. He knows how well thought he is. He's, and that's just, but, but no, you don't. Like you do, yeah. but then hearing it out, it's like, hey, you know what? That's not the worst thing to do. Yeah, you know what? That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, you're not a welder. You're a supervisor. You do all this fucking training shit. And now I think this is part of the, the, the babysitting part. And anything you're going to do is for the greater good of the schedule mm-hmm. just like the greater good like of the military thing and like that's why it works out but uh, i don't know how to just totally change this i'll get to this the special ops for tv or whatever but this is what i thought that you might like unions like i watched a uh i don't even think it's it might be chinese sh- ever since i've watched that fucking uh young attorney show i oh, get yeah. all these weird fucking yeah. thumbnails on my netflix right <laughs> like you might like this yeah that's right <laughs> and so I, I watched this documentary called american factory 
I think I brought it up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I, was, I was watching it. And uh, it's a Chinese factory that took over a, a, a Dayton, Ohio a GM plant that closed in 12 and, uh, 2012, started in 2016. And them, I don't even know why they would want to, right? But them trying to vitalize the, com- com- the, the community or do it, right? But it's, I'll, yep. I'll butcher the thing, but you should try to watch it, but you won't. But anyway, American Factory documentary, and it's half in Chinese. And mm-hmm. so this rich Chinese guy, Right from there, they they he starts up. It's an auto glass factory, so they're just building windshields, rear like all this. So boring, so fucking boring. When you see the Chinese factory, it's just this huge facility, and they're like it just runs smooth. Mm-hmm. With like when you first see it, even at, at the end, there's not a lot of automation. There's like like some machines and some certain things, but it's it's fucking people digging through the recycled glass with no. With, when the Americans go over there, they go. They don't even have glass cutting proof gloves, Holy. right? Like, and that's at the bottom of the barrel. Like, that's Holy. just where the recycled broken glass goes, and because the colored glass is more valuable than the others, and so they have people doing meaningless, uh, like, um, thankless jobs or, or like uh, low whatever. Like, fucking, I can't think of the word I'm thinking, but uh, low ranking shit, yep. and uh, something that you just can't get. Away. It made me feel like an entitled like a worker in a way. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, it made me complain less about my working situation to myself <laughs> because uh, like, I don't know, realize how good I have it. First of all, I'm not, I'm better than just working in a factory, like doing well, monotonous yeah. things. And I, I was the one that took control of that. So if you put yourself in that position, I don't have that much sympathy for you. Mm-hmm. If you're working at a bottle cap factory and you're still working at a bottle cap factory, all I do is bottle caps. You know what I mean? Like you, you went from the red to the green. You're, you're almost sober. Oh, Sprite and Coke. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, like it's yeah. so, um, I've never really had, I've had a little bit less of a respect for somebody that could do that type of thing for their whole life. I don't know. I mean, without going into it too much. Yeah. Right. Like, why do you not have more pride in what you might do for a living? Although I don't have, whatever. So you have more pride in what you do than I do, I think. Um, But the, um, but so with this Chinese guy, they're, they're, they're so much expected of their workers. I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical or, you know, but we only know what we think we know. So when you see inside the fact, you see lots of people doing lots of things and they're so fast and they're doing that. And then you see them try to start up this American company and we're bringing jobs and we're doing this. And so that town's been without jobs for like four years at this point. They were making $30 an hour at the union for GM and they're doing that. And in my mind, like my $30 an hour job is like well-earned. But if you're just fucking pressing buttons at GM or you're doing that, like it's, you might be overcompensated for the job you might actually do. Yeah. And like, I don't think a company can sustain that kind of, it, it was, it turned out the, the company cannot sustain that kind of fucking work. So by the time the glass factory comes, uh, they're willing to take $12 an hour jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there there's me and then some, and then some of them raise the questions of unions. And then the Chinese are like, like, there's not even, there don't, it's not happening. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we don't do unions in China. Like, no, what are you talking about? And so, so the, they show them how to build this up. They have these uh, American supervisors and a lot of American employees. Some Chinese employees come over here, and it starts to show how they're not like uh, all the, like like the Amish going on vacation, like seeing kind of freedom. But it's almost like that. Mm-hmm. Like they go to some guys, you know, fucking farm labs, and they're like shooting guns and they're driving ATVs, and like they can't shoot guns in China. Yeah. They can. They're just like you know, like they're just like wow, like this level of freedom, and also a way of that they're saying like, oh no, they lots of struggles here. Like you think, just like we're talking about with these arranged marriages, they think it's like the golden goose over here. Yeah. And just like, yeah, yeah. like more problems that come with it and exactly. other, other things. Right. But, um, so it sees this interaction, but they're never living up to the, uh, the Chinese factory, mm. right? Like in terms got, of production, in terms of production, in terms of attitude, okay. like in terms of dedication to the company, 
they give a shot like after so some struggles and this is going on and and right from the get-go when they say well is this going to be unionized no but inside there's a lot of these gm companies they see this factory they know how badly it's run compared to how gm was Mm -hmm. how i mean uh i don't know how great my position of of being uh, my job is because of unions before my relationship with union isn't the greatest. I'm, I don't like. I don't want to be in a union. Mm-hmm. I would never fight to be in a union. I hated the one place I worked that was a Canadian auto workers place, and it it didn't have a great vibe to it. Mm-hmm. It really separated everybody from what individuals on the floor, especially from the floor to the management. Right? Like you live in this lim- little limbo world now, but actually you're more management. But the so um, so when shit is not going well, the fucking big boss man comes and is like fucking how like, you can't do this like that like you can't. And so he's like, he's really mad at the American way. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, it's fucking fat, lazy Americans. Like, how does anything get done? Why did I do this? I'll, like, and so brings people over to China and you see, see them talk to the Chinese workers. And this is where it's like, they go home, like they work fucking 12 hour days guaranteed. They work seven days a week. Damn. Like they get like maybe two days off a month. Yeah. They talk about going home twice a year. Like these companies over there take over. It's the whole town. They had, they went over there for some, maybe like a Chinese New Year celebration or like they had these, like they were trying to get the Americans to see how the factory was run. So a lot of the high end management people were over there and they had some kind of festival thing going on, right? It was like kind of new moon thing or whatever, but it's so, your, your life revolves around that company so much, right? Like you, they, like, um, like six people got married, like at this event. What the hell? Because they go, go home. They, they, they live. It's like a, a military exercise. It's like they live in the company store, you know what I mean? Like on the company property, they do nothing but live. Like, you know what I mean? Like work for that company. Mm-hmm. Like they have to be thankful for that. They send their money home. Like they all have kids and stuff. And, but like none of these people can just get married on the weekend. Like they have to wait till the festival and like bring their wife from however far away or whatever it is. Like that's crazy. It's insane. And so like, you can see the Americans are like, this will never work here. Like, this will never go here. And so it's, it bounce, like, I'm going to bounce around, but so they bounce around these, how these ideas are going to go. And as, 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 and they're committed to try to get this work in America for, for whatever reason. And, um, the longer it goes, the more the talk of we need a union here, like the safety aspect comes and they're getting us to work too much and, mm-hmm. and this and that. And so a lot of union talk goes and you see people bullying people into joining a union mm-hmm. and they start bringing more Chinese workers over to mitigate that, to get what they want done properly. Eventually they start to cut off the management and have Chinese management. And then they have these meetings. And so there, there's like a, a better back and forth with the unions and they, uh, they try to tell them like they, they don't want one or, or, or talk like, I don't know. It's kind of, uh, I don't know what the right is for you to want to start a union in a company like, um, that I started, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I get yeah. it. Like why I, and I am speaking to this, not knowing why I don't have to work a fucking seven day week and why it's only eight hours or I get overtime after 44. Like this is all because of unions. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know that it was needed at a time and it still might be needed now, but it's never been needed for me. So, so anyway, so these Chinese workers come over and they see, and they start to really resent some, most of the American stuff that want the union. Mm-hmm. They find them fucking lazy. They don't appreciate what they have. They also understand how much they sacrifice, yeah. but that's all they've ever known. Just like we would never would do that because we've never known that. But that's all yeah. they, like, you guys should be so happy. Never mind the, the concept of you should be happy you should have a job. Like, you know what I mean? Like they take that to the extreme. So they slowly start to get rid of the, they, so they have a union vote and then they have anti-union people come in and it's this whole kind of fucking mess. And, and the union never really succeeds. 
Like they don't never get enough votes. Mm -hmm. And the older people think like, yeah, they just, these people don't know what a union could do for them and all that. And the, the, the really strong Chinese people really bristle at it and they start, they just find ways to get rid of you. Right. Like, and it, they, they just like they, these, um, these people lose their jobs. They say, oh, they set me up to fail. Like two people are doing this job and I'm doing it by myself so they can just say I'm not bringing up production and, and get rid of me for whatever reason. Yeah. And and once the Chinese management starts coming in, there's a lot less respect that they have. I mean, they, in a way, they should have just been happy with what they had and maybe changed it. But they, the fact they pushed back so hard made them just um, double down on like, no, we'll just have people that we want here. Let's just get more younger people. Let's get rid of older people that don't need to be they, you know what I mean they're not fast enough they're not good and slowly but surely they start to go they start to have these conversations like again because it's almost separate and they have these Chinese management conversations and one of the one of the ones I totally remember was like um, like you have to understand this is them him the boss talking to the rest of these Chinese management teams um, you have to understand these Americans they're coddled from birth this is how they start to talk to but this divide is in the <laughs> factory like, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the Chinese factory starts calling the Americans the foreigners. Yeah. Right? These foreigners in our factory. And that's, they're the Americans. <laughs> and then they're in the United yeah, States. Yeah, and they're in the United States. And so they're, so they're saying like, yeah, they're coddled. Like they don't work with discipline. You, you get like, it's the, the opposite. He said like they're, they're, they only work with encouragement. Like they have all the confidence in the world. And that's why it's hard to argue with them. Right. Like, and it's like, that's why it's always confrontational and confrontation will lead to less production. Mm -hmm. Like how do we do it? Like, and then this is the worst. It said among other things, but it's all insulting. It's just, so, you know, when you're stroking a donkey, right? This is a, a Chinese guy. Yeah, This is a Chinese it. talking to other Chinese about yeah. how to deal with their American yeah. employee. So let me put this example to you. I'm not going to use an accent, but anyway, so he's like, so you stroke the donkey the way the fur goes and the donkey loves it. You know what I mean? What happens if you stroke the donkey the way the hair goes backwards? He's going to kick you. <laughs> He's going to fucking fight you. He's going to yeah. hurt you. He's, you're going to get nothing good out of this donkey. So you have to learn how to, you, you, he doesn't, do you understand what I'm saying? And they're all nodding their heads. They do this. And so eventually the half the factory gets replaced by machines. Oh shit. Like the union thing doesn't work. This is why I don't think it works in this day and age yeah. because the Chinese start to like, so at one point, like, like whatever the company starts, I guess this is at the end they start making profits. But after a year or so when the Chinese management comes in, they just start automating shit. Mm -hmm. They just so yeah, over here like part of the conversation when the big boss is walking goes, "You over here we used to have four people, um but now we have this one machine." And so over here, yeah, we still got these guys, but I'm hoping by April they're gone. <laughs> and by wow. this and then like and then, as blunt as that, with no care in the world. Like I'm not saying there was ever a solution. Like that's the thing. Like they were going to do that no matter what. Yeah. Once the automation became more um, available or once they just decided like, like let's invest in these machines like just like we never got it but you had the welding arm for the doors yeah. right like whatever came of it that conversation happened yeah. and it's only going to happen again right like it's not you know what I mean like whatever why we don't have it isn't because they didn't want to try it out it's for other logistics or, or, or whatever it is Absolutely. but it's the beginning right and so like I'm not saying that's my whole reason of hating unions, but I don't know. Like, I'm guessing at the airport, you've had, have you ever dealt with unions at yeah, work? Yeah, we had unions at the airport. Is that the only place? Uh, that I can remember, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I laid a lot out there. Like, what is your uh, first opinion of unions if I never um, I thought unions shit? were good. When I started at the airport, there was no union, and it came in while I was there within my, like, first year. I guess they were having talks and discussions, and I voted for it. Right. Because I always thought, oh, yeah, union's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. Sure. We're going to get more money because that's the angle they always pitch at you. Right. 
so when it when you uh when we finally got the union in, uh everybody got raises, of course. And so there was like uh it, it was it was all right. I I randomly became a union rep because like I said in our in our one of our previous episodes, I used to get written up all the time. And so one of the guys who was in the union was like, um, he just put me on the union rep list. He put me as a name on it. And I and I walked in one day and I saw my name up there and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm a union rep? Like what? And he said, Listen, honestly. One of the better ways to protect you from getting fired for all your write-ups is to have you make you be a union rep. And I was like, oh, all right. He's like, but you're going to have to do some stuff. You're going to have to do this and do that. Like, you know, I had to represent people and whatnot. So in that general aspect, it was it was fine. They would do the union parties and, the, you know, they'd butter you up. You'd have open bar and stuff like that. But then when it came down to and I started seeing people... Um, they really had like a, it was like a, a a group. It's like you, if you don't do what the union wanted you to do, then the, and you got in trouble, you would have been getting rid of. There's been so many guys, they say the union protects people and you can never get fired, but that's bullshit. They, they will work with the management to get rid of people that they don't think really fits in both of the people's things. And I've seen it multiple times. At the, it wasn't like a one-off, one-off thing and I'm just drawing a conclusion from. It was like a regular thing. And people in the, in the airport, like a lot of the, one of the head union reps was in the bag room and he was just always in the bag room. He'd sit there, he'd watch his movies, he'd just chill out. He'd do a good job, but he would just chill out and they were all Italian. He would just chill out. And so I would be like, he would say things like, you know, you, you can't go against the union. You can't go against us and stuff like that. And um, the management would be like, well, you can't go against us, you know, blah. But then what I like one time I went to this meeting and there was these guys, they, I think they got caught for like stealing stuff. They were like stealing stuff out of the, the cargo because the company I worked with did cargo and uh, ground services for airplanes. Right. So they got caught stealing like things from cargo. And there was just like this whole union meeting and we would sit down and talk about it. And people always think that the union and the company are against each other, but they just work together. That's literally what they do. And then they say, this guy is not good for this. There's nothing you can do. He's like, but don't worry, call us and you get, you, you can get your job back. This is what the union told them after. Call us, you can get your job back. Don't worry, give it a couple months. And then call us and we got you. Here's the number thing. This guy called for years and never got his job back. He never even got an answer. He left, he said he left like hundreds of messages on the phone, never got an answer. So to answer your question in the beginning, my thought process of unions were great. More money, job stability. And then by the end of it, I've, that was what, what, 15 years ago? I would never, I would never How long were you in the union for? How long did you stay there with a union? I was at the airport for four years. Three of I it was union? Three of it was union. It's, so I have the same feeling. Like it, I find it that when I worked with it, I, I did it for three months only. At, uh, it was a, a truck building place. I've only ever built trucks. And, but it was, I la- it was all the way in fucking Scarborough. Like mm. It was like an hour away, an hour and a half coming home Friday afternoon on the highway. And, uh, and I didn't like it, but I just hated the separation. I hate, it felt like you worked for two different people. Yeah. Right. Like you had this yeah. union thing. And, and so you have these kind of guys that it's, in my mind, you're describing like the, the bags guys, just like it's a hundred percent union and has the power of that union has this influential, like what your management, 
like what you're not with us. Yeah. Like we we like you're not you're not one of the the guy you're not one of the fucking the regular Joes. You know what I mean? Like who do you think you are? Like these people will run all over you if you don't let them do it. And um, like I say, like uh, forgive me for not re- recognizing what how this needed to be like from the 20s on or whatever, right? Like how I see it. Like you're saying, like if I think it works. It's weird that because you, you saw it from the beginning. Like I seen like the, the Canadian Auto Workers Union like established in this place, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't, and this is not even as big as like a GM plant or whatever, right? But I seen this this establishment uh, in there, and there, it wasn't cohesive. Yeah, I just always felt this kind of aggression, not within like having to strike or whatever. Like it was a decent enough paying job. Yeah. Um, but like we found out, like our job's like no. If you're just a good weld, like there's lots of jobs out there for you. Absolutely. Like if you want to go to the bottle cap factory, get like you should not be protected. Yeah. Like not in a human way. Like I don't want to live in like you know what I mean like a like like no welfare state. You know what I mean like if you can't find a job or whatever it is, but you shouldn't be overcompensated because it's just a like at the detriment of the company. Absolutely. Like it, it, we talked about like Apple having to change to the USB like to USB C. Like still part of me is like I know it's so mono- like it's it's such a societal thing, but it's like, how dare you tell me how to make my company? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if this plug is going to be the reason I failed then it's on me. Right. Like, but like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like whatever compatibility, but part of it is still like, this is my private company. Yeah. Right. Like, so I could get to fucking make whatever plug I want. And so it's still to get it. And that's when a union comes in and says, Oh no, you can't do it. Like, and, 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 and workers rights and all that. Like I, I do realize that I don't know how to do it, but, as a personal employee, I hated working for two different people. I, as much as it was heard, I didn't feel my individual needs can get heard. I didn't feel much safer. Dude, that's, it's like, I think that's a false promise. Yeah. I think it's an intimidation factor. Like that's what you, like Jimmy Hoffa, like, like Teamsters, like this is always intimidation. Yeah. Right. Intimidating the, the company. This is at first a world strike and you, none of us will make anything if you yep. don't do it. It's like, well, why do you have to get to that? Oh, that's the only way things get done. And I fucking hate strikes about like teacher strike, like any of these oh, things yeah, come up. So like annoying. city workers, like, oh, we need to buy $35 to catch fucking garbage. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Right? Like, like you're, this is, and so when they end up fucking droning the fucking garbage because it's fucking easier, like, I'm not going to have sympathy <laughs> for the fucking garbage men that are at work. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not, I don't want to do it, but fuck, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that's how you get them to do it, but you're just a bottle cap factory worker. You know what I mean? Like you mean more because I want my garbage taken out more than I need bottle caps or whatever. But yeah. I, in my mind, unions are part of the problem. It's greedy owners that went to India and China for fucking our fact, like all this like work loss. Absolutely. Right. Like why the fucking, like uh, this factory was closed in the first place. But it's, and it's part of that, but it's also part of the unions pushing too much. Like if you're getting $35 an hour for a job that really is only fucking 20, then that is only sustainable for so long. Like that's yeah. a false promise that the union is giving you. Well, the unions, that's their business model too. People don't really realize that that is a business in itself. True. You're, You're working right. for a company just to work for another company who's yeah. trying to pull at it. When I was at the sign place, the last place, there were notices on the wall about, we hear discussions about um, bringing a union into this company and we feel like because the owner was still the owner was pretty uh involved in the job and it was like a um like a pretty big biggish small business sure. like maybe a hundred mil a year type of a thing okay okay right yeah so he would there would be like notices on the wall and he'd be like we feel like we provide fair wages which is debatable they they provided like uh like our company does now it was like uh fully paid benefits they did like regular party thing it was it was basically like a, a bigger will cost yeah. 
but a little more structured, a little more organized and whatnot. But it was basically Wilcox, just a little magnified. And and I used to, I remember, I remember when I first saw the sign because I was there for two years, a year and a half. I don't know, something like that. And I remember when I first came in, there was none of that. But in the first couple of months, those signs were. And then people would talk about that they tried to get it in before and it failed. Right. And I remember when I first saw the sign, I said, I would never fucking bring a union in here. What, what am I going to complain about? And it's like people want to find something to complain about. And that's how you get yourself in more trouble. That's how you find another problem when you don't really have that many problems. Like we were paid okay, but you're going to, you're going to what? Get bring a union in to get go from 25 to 28, but pay $1.50 in union dues. Listen, I, I, I know that from my own experience. What I, when we're, when this documentary, when they're talking to people that were pro or for it, um, I found myself agreeing with the people that were just like, you know what? I know I'm a good employee. The yeah. union protects. The, I find the union protects bad employees yeah. more than it does raise good employees. I find that I wouldn't get my family situation that I get from my work now without me being to go to management by myself. Yeah. If I like yeah, manage sure. it from a union, they would be like, no, we have a contract because it's a two way street. It's a two. So the union stops that two way street. You're right. It, it has they end up having a relationship with the fucking yeah, company yeah two way street between them yeah, I they, yeah, yeah and you're left out of it like yeah. you've given you've ceded control instead of ceding like it's so easy to paint the owner as a greedy fuck that's trying to take advantage of you and we're here to save you but anybody that's promising you that is is, is it's, it's something in it for them yeah right like it's not that it's so but again I, I every time I say that I don't know what shoulders I'm standing on but that's everything like that I get everything. to I, I appreciate whatever that sacrifice was I look myself more, not from a try to privilege position that I would ever own my own company or be that, but I try to look at myself as the owner of the company, not as how do I, how am I making this owner rich? Yeah. I look at yeah, this exactly. owner as giving you, me money. You do, you do want to do your part because yeah, you're, you're getting money for it. I appreciate it. I the feel effort. like unions make you feel like that having a job is a right as, uh, opposed, as opposed to like a do. privilege or you have to actually work hard for these things. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. You have a job for sure. And we got you no matter what. And it's like, come on, man. I find that in, without knowing anything I'm talking about with, in Canada, with our socialistic like thing or whatever, like we we do kind of have more of a government like net fallback or 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 whatever it is. It's not as uh, the strong survive like the states or you know what I mean. Like I do think whatever our, our workers' rights that are here yeah. are are written into some kind of government code. It's already you know what I mean. Like and that yeah. might be because of unions, yeah. right? But we For don't sure. get stepped on as much, yeah. right? Like it, it it's we we have some government contracts, and even if like a Rogers or these other big telecommunications things, whatever, whatever relationship that a lot of big companies have with the government here helps us as workers. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like you look at it, like that's what I'm saying. Even in China, when you look at this factory, you see that and you, you know, the concept of the, the, the government is in, in on every, you know what I mean? Like company, right? Like you, you can't be a millionaire in China without working with the government as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And they kind of know what you're doing. I don't know how, but, but all those workers, they have to work way too hard to be in a, in the position that they've earned. Like that could be the, that's the example of this, like, um, like without a union presence, then yeah, we'd all be working seven days a week and you know what I mean? Like, um, go home twice a week. Like, like, but that's a country like, again, all this, all this, I know that's a country that's trying to lift itself out of poverty from like the seventies and eighties or even before. And that's why they're so prosperous. Mm -hmm. Like there is no room like in that communism fucking like model or whatever. And it's, 
kind of scary because how much the government can accomplish when you look at like how a nation is built. Right. But this is what I love about like, this is why I don't like you. I feel I'm protected enough if I prove my value. Yes, exactly. And I'm, I'm not young and fighting. Like, I don't find that. I found that you're right. Like you nailed it when you said you find it's a right. Like it's not a right to have a job. No. Like it's never. And that's so arrogant to think of. Yeah. And that's what we never, and that's like, um, yeah, that's. I think I'd be the, the same thing, but it's it's weird to experience it like a union starting and kind of liking it, and then it's not seeing it as what it's like, and me going into a place that oh, this is already established, but I still just don't like it. Like, and I'm not even like I wouldn't even categorize myself as like that kind of a company guy, but I just I feel like um, I don't know. It's my own. I'm. I'm I'm the one who's responsible to show if I'm worth it or not. Exactly. But I've never worked at a big, big place like that where you can get lost. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like I said, I just don't mind. I don't know. I, it was very interesting. And this is what I'm coming, like, this is where there's been conversation before, like how is AI and, and um, sorry, babe, I'm not getting into an AI conversation, but uh, how AI and technology is going to replace us, yeah. right? Like, and how they talk about... Um, like universal basic income because like in the next 10 years, like so many people are going to be out of jobs. This was the ultimate message of the, like this is what I, the, the, the documentary at first I thought it was about uh, uplifting a community. Then I saw like, Oh, the difference between China and America and then, Oh, like union talk. And then it became how the company gets rid of the unions is they just automate. Mm -hmm. And that's going to become way more of an option. Robots don't vote. Robots don't, you own the robot. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's the new slavery. Yeah. Right. That's what some of those, like the AI conversation comes with that movie, the creators. Yes, like, yes. like we have rights too. Yeah. Like that's all it's going to lead to. Yeah. Right. In 23, 23 is going to be like fucking listen to us. And we're going to blow up the world. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because we're going to give them all that power. Just like they gave them all that power in the, in the 60s, 70s. And then the answer to that was, we're going to leave the country. And now they like the politicians are like, you know, bringing the jobs back, like, you know, lower pay, all that. We'll figure it out. It's more of a global community and China's uplift. So it's not as cheap to do it there anymore. Yep. That's really the bottom line. Yep. It's not quite as cheap to do it there anymore. It's not worth so it. let's, well, okay, okay, we'll come back. Well, I'll give you my jobs. We don't got to do shipping. Until they can replace whatever their fucking excuse. Right. But it's just them like that. And we don't have any control of that. Yeah. Right. Like you, like it's a bigger global or like a global thought. But, um, I, I like the way you're thinking like too, like just like, no, let me just prove my own worth. Let me just find what I want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't like this job. I'll get another job. I'll, like who knew I can be a welder and uh, do all these other things or whatever like that. So I, and we're like, they're, they're not coming to take our jobs if we're good at our jobs. Yeah. Where you've looked at those robots and you've seen what they can do and all that, but they can't, they just don't get it right. No. Just like chat, it just doesn't quite get it right. And so, yeah, you can fear monger. Like they're, like they're going to replace us with all that, but, not right away. No, yeah. not if you push them too hard. Then this is what that'll accelerate that that problem, mm-hmm. right? Like the by the time the robot, like everything gets taken over, it will be at the cost of fighting back too hard against it. Like, um, yeah, like even like a company that lets you work from home now. It's like no, yeah. I need my company. I need my employees here. Yeah, like well, that that's not an option anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right, we and have to give you guys some days to work at home. And you know, like that's what I mean. Like that's how it, that's how the, that's. The, society's moving in that direction and so you know what i mean like what's a union going to like whatever what something happens like you know what situation rises no we need you to be here to push buttons well i've been working from home for fucking years now 
and my union says this is my job this is my right it's like, a, my it's right. like a, you know what I mean it's like a, a a rich wife or even a rich husband you know what I mean like Britney Spears' husband is like this is the life I'm accustomed to now yeah. you have to give me 150000 a month for child support yeah. like, wait a second you don't do anything <laughs> right? well I'm accustomed to this yeah. so a union could come and say you know my our employees are accustomed to staying at home now well I need what can you do as a favor? Like we work together here, right? Like we need somebody to push, push buttons. Not our problem. Yeah. And then eventually they find somebody else and they'll figure a way to get you out. So, you know, that's why I feel like unions, I, I wouldn't, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a union in our work and I don't think it would work like no, out as be, well. It would be freaking horrible. But you know what did work? Special Ops Lioness. So did I hype it up too much? Um, let's see. Uh, Because you compared it to Homeland and Tammy was like, that's ridiculous. Homeland is way better. Homeland actually has won awards. That's like, it's actually known to be, it's actually known as a good show. Okay. That's, that's the thing. But it's. Prime shows are slept on. So I know. Prime shows are slept on a hundred percent. I like prime. You know me. I like a whole bunch of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just because it won awards isn't going to make me uh, think it's automatically better. No, but it is recognized. That's I have to agree with you because it's known. Like I know that it was received as a good show. You know the name, you know the thing, and you know like uh, people came out of it. Guy went to billions. But was it so networky? No, it was not networky. Yeah. No. Because you hate networky shows. Yeah, I can't stand it. Um, okay, well, were you constantly comparing it to that ever since you told me that? Or um, did you watch it on its own? So there were, I did draw comparisons to it. Okay. But I didn't really compare, like, I can like both. You know what I mean? That's good for you, yeah. So I liked I liked it. Um, did you overhype? I don't know if you overhyped it. it, it I, what it's I heard close myself. To, it's close to what I said. What you said. But... That's because you didn't watch Homeland or didn't <laughs> or didn't like Homeland. Either way. I found the Lioness show was very intense at times. It was. It was. I'm it not was. even getting into the the end. Um, I don't even want to step on anything you said. Like, I don't know. But no, no. It was very, it was very intense at times. Um, that was one of the comparisons I think I brought to you is that there was one intense scene and then I instantly compared it to Homeland and be like, well, this was done way more intense on that show compared to this. But it, I also like the fact it wasn't dragged out. You know what That's I mean? That's true. Okay. So, so yeah. So we watched. We watched it. Um, we we finished it. Uh, I think we binged the last couple episodes. That's a good sign. At the end, right? And like, yeah, I liked it. So, I liked it. I'm I'm waiting for season two. I want to so know. So at do. first, I, I so I didn't realize how much I I liked her like the her family dynamic. Yeah. Like her doctor husband is like a superstar to me. Like he let her yep. just be her. And the way they tried to raise their daughters, yep. like, and the trauma that he has at his job is almost secondary, right? Like he's having to fucking get punched in the face yeah. for telling their pe- these people, their, you know what I mean? Like, and that was never dragged out. Yep. They showed him do that once and you knew that's the part of this they guy's life. They made you understand, yes. She comes home and says to the daughter that's acting like a little brat, do you realize what your fucking dad's day was today? You know yep. what I mean? And then she sarcastically plays up to him. And as she's, you know, oh, daddy, I'm so sorry. So, and then she fucking smirks at her mom. Like, How's that I can for play, love yeah. or whatever Yeah, you know, I mean, it's said, like, yeah. how fucking dare you? Yeah. But that's just, again, not having, that's just a kid being a stupid kid. That's just kid. a kid being a kid. Um, but I loved how they 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 lived in their little dynamic. You know what I mean? Like, they 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 they, they have to let themselves go. You know what I mean? Like, a couple times she had to call, he had to call her and she's in the middle of a mission and like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, that not unbelievable, but just like 
just like how much is on somebody's shoulder. Like yeah. you don't know what these people are going through when you just want to yell at them for fucking not turning fast enough at the fucking light or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, and so I, I really liked how they show how they can try to survive these two totally different people, like trying to like and strong individuals, but they they make a great un- union. Yeah. They make a great union, union, right? And yeah. to get the job done. Um and so, but even then, I'm like spoiler alert. Sorry, but the uh, like, however, the daughter started getting herself in trouble. Right? It was just like, wow, you didn't see that coming. Like, like, like she was questioning his parenting techniques. It's like you're not fucking here. Yeah, like you can't. And she's like, that, that's it. End of the conversation. You're right. Yeah. And then she's dealing with all this other stuff. She's fucking like has what she has. So uh, for the whole show, I kind of like when that was like kind of thrown in there. Uh, cause I don't like military, military, military all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was new to me cause I don't watch those kind of shows. Uh, what was really, what I liked from the get go, I liked her as the boss, but the soldier, the lioness, yeah. like she was so badass, right? Like when they started out from her as her, as her childhood, as a teenager or whatever, becoming a soldier and just like gravitating to that, yeah. like, 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 uh, uh, thriving under that structure and just kicking ass. Like uh, like anybody that came upon her, right, and and then the torture they put her through to be that, but then she starts falling in love yeah. with the the bad guy's you know uh, wife to be or whatever. Spoilers for anybody who's gonna watch it. Yeah, cut her off. I don't know how long it will be, but no. uh, but well, I won't even try to do that because she wasn't conflicted in what she should do for her mission. But well, she did get conflicted. Like what do you that, mean? In that moment, in the moment, she's she was saying, "Why do I have to do this?" Like uh, he's an innocent, and that's when she brought the the laptop on the plane and said, "Look, this is the person that you're dealing with. Oh, yeah. Make sure you understand. I want you to watch this so you understand what. Because of course you're gonna get jaded when you're doing something that that intense, and you're getting all these feelings. I really, so jaded, but you lose sight of you lose sight of the mission. Yeah, you lose that? sight of the overall thing. Like yeah, this is the the complicated things of like people. You know what I mean? Like that. There's just people on the other end. Like this is. Um, I'm not bother trying to tie it in with you but it's like um yeah sure bad guy here but then once you live with them and you 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 feel accepted you meet him like when she met him and it did the kitchen yeah and then they started talking such like such a normal guy i thought in my mind like this guy is like she's not gonna do anything about it but that was so that i don't know if i thought that 100 percent, but when when that just changes when that becomes like when she just soldiers up, yeah, right, like in the biggest fucking way possible, you know what I mean? Like she's just, she just, she carried out the mission. I feel like she only soldiered up because she was backed into the corner, and in that moment, she knew she had to do something because she was standing there. I saw her, yeah, she glanced at the knife beforehand, right? I saw her do that. She was standing there. And then the guy came, the other guy yeah. came and then confronted. She had no choice at that point. There's nothing else she could do. What was she going to do? Say no? They're not going to listen to her. They would have killed her on the spot. I can't here guarantee you that she would have just taken that opportunity to kill him. Yeah. Right? But she also knows that because of the, like, if she, she was briefed, if she gets the chance to kill the target, which was the, the father of the bride to be yeah. who she was like falling in love with. Cause the father, the bride to be, she just became a fucking, uh, a girl caught in the system. You know what I mean? Like she was going to be part of a harem. You know what I mean? Like after this day, like she's not going to get to be that same person. And you felt the loss of that for her. Yeah. Right. Like for however position, she's a rich entitled person now, but she was going to lose all that because of the, position of her, like women in her society or, or you know I mean, she was promised to this fucking guy she mm-hmm. can't do anything about it there's not she would be shunned and all that stuff and then when she was bringing up her dad 
like yeah, he just sells oil. Yeah, it's messy business. I don't know, but he's not a t- like she wasn't even bringing him up as a terrorist. She, yeah, you know what? People might think my dad is a bad guy, but he just sells oil. Yeah, right. Like everybody sells oil. Yeah. Like what's what's the difference between him and like the, the next? She says it. He sells it. He doesn't discriminate. She said he sells it to everybody. Yeah. So like I stay out of that politics. He's yeah. my dad, and so that's your friend now. So you, you're right. That you're, you're not wrong, right? But now you're coming from this fucking laptop. And yeah, but he's but he also fun like how he gets to be in the position. He funds all that stuff. So she had that laptop ready to go to show him all the fucking things that he's like uh, uh, funded or or, or approves yeah. of or whatever. She says, "Look, you you're gonna watch this video, and we're on a three hour flight, so you're not gonna get to it all." Type it might have even been a like, longer flight, crazy. but that was hundred percent it. It's like holy. And they gave you the fucking little glimpses. Like I can never watch any of that thing. Yeah. Um. Like whatever. So the. Uh, so yeah, so she's seeing the people who are there, but she also knew that if, and they said to her, like, if you get a chance to eliminate the target by yourself, like do it. Cause a hundred percent what's going to happen if you, if, if something kind of goes wrong and do all that, we're just going to bomb the whole fucking oh. hotel. Oh yeah. You included. Yeah. And like, I know this. So to, to, so for, I think that she's also thinking she loves her friend to be or whatever. So to stop her from getting killed. If I just kill this person, then no bomb's going to happen. That's true, too. Right? Like, she's, she's, I could sacrifice this, my new love. You know what I mean? Like, I could, I could sacrifice myself by, by getting caught or whatever it is. She knew there was an extraction, all these things. So, I, part of me thinks that she would have done it anyway. Why she glanced at the knife is just like, oh, I can save a lot of deaths yeah. by just doing this now. That is true. And so, she's such a good soldier. This is what makes the, 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 the uh, even on Homeland or other things, like the conflict of just getting the job done and the human aspect of it, right? It's just like, yeah, like I, I'm, but I'm like, she's a good soldier because she ultimately decides that to do the right and she, thing. She can, um, yeah, she can justify it as it's the right thing, but it's not to her, her the daughter, the daughter, right? Yeah. Like it's not to whatever else they have going on. But I loved, I just thought of it now. Like I, I know that she did it because she was backed into it, but she might have just done it anyway. She might have been like contemplating, like, this fair. is my chance. And then she, because if she does that then and presses her beeper and gets out, she gets, she got scot free. But the fact that it was a confrontation, then that becomes a harder out. Yeah. And then they're like the A team and they can't shoot her with it, hit her with any of the bullets. <laughs> no. they're, they're shooting for a whole hour. I know. She got shot in the leg, I think. No, she, she, she tripped. Get shot not. She tripped. Yeah. <laughs> like, she got the shot fuck not. They did. So, I mean, does that take you out of it with something like that? Because it kind of did in the moment for us. But not well, really. I know that if you keep moving, there's a very slim chance that you get hit and it's dark. So those things all play. But I remember, I think I said to Slee, I said, these guys are all freaking professionals. They're not they're not hiring scrubs and gang Teddy members. You know thing. what I mean? Yeah. These guys are freaking professional killers. So whatever. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And I do agree. She Maybe she would have just done it to save the death because that she did love that girl, apparently. Yeah, so that's the sacrifice she yeah. knows. But, and then the, the most stinging thing, which is real, which you know, I've heard a lot of songs sung about it, whatever, it's just like, all you did was make another generation of terrorists. Yeah, for sure. You're not going to change their mind. Yeah. They were at a wedding. I mean, it's it's like, because like, you've heard of like dro- drone attacks, like hitting innocent people and what, and it's just like, it's just stories and this is the same story, but you're seeing it played out. It's just like, what do you think we accomplished here? Right, like yes, he's a bad guy. Like, and that's what the fucking all the president's right hand men were just like. What are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. can take oil. Oil prices are going to change. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen. We we control this guy. It's like 
the whole it's like a uh, analogy for like Saddam Hussein or whatever. It's like the, the devil, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. now, like the whole like regions and chaos and all that. And so, and then the boss of the lioness is going, you asked us to do this. Yeah. yeah. Don't put him on the kill list then, which yeah. actually makes sense. If you really didn't want this guy dead, then take him off the list. So no one's forcing your hand. Was he on the list for political, like for public relations reasons? Who knows? But that's right. So, but just like your fucking problems at our work with this guy and all that guy. That's him stepping on toes. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. did it. Don't now they're getting in trouble for doing their for job. Doing their for job. sacrificing yeah. all this. Yeah. They don't care that she fell in love with a girl. No. She doesn't care. But they, they're just like, no, don't do this. We only did this because you asked. Yeah. And so you come into like, my, like you come into work and go, hey, why is this built like this? Because you asked me to. <laughs> and I'm telling you, be the lioness. I'm so using you that. You know, being the fucking lion. Like I'm like I see the problem here. Right, like, and so you know, I mean, like, you can just let the list happen and then see the consequences, or be a better person and, and just sacrifice the whole building, sacrifice your relationship with oh. your supervisor, uh, right, to fucking fuck get that. the best done. I don't know about all that, one. but you're not going to get that kind of pushback. You, you know what I mean? Like the way I tried to describe serious? it, that I forget to now. You know, I mean, early babblings, forty nine minutes. You can listen back. <laughs> that's probably what you do. You just listen back. back. I should, and uh, and you fucking say, you know what? That's not the worst thing. Oh yeah, then I don't have to write it down. You can listen back. You're fucking right. Fuck forty nine. Good luck. You now you have to listen to it as a podcast of your own on forty five oh minutes. Oh my god. Um. So you guys are not gonna watch Homeland, right? Tammy already watched most of it. I don't know if she finished it. I am not. What's most of it? I don't know if she finished it or not. She used to watch it. I've told you. Uh, I marvel at you and Selena's amount of shows you can watch separately. Yeah. Tammy watches probably the same amount separately from me, but I do not watch the equal. Amount separately, separate. not because I can't, but I don't find the time, or I do other things. I don't even play video games at the time. I'm like just reading articles or fucking watching TikTok. No, watching YouTube. You watching TikTok? I don't, I've never watched TikTok. Only fucking. But uh, uh, our our ex posters will be pissed that I'm on TikTok. Yeah, uh, where are you? Um, so, but I just don't find the time to do that. Yeah. When I do it, as these, these fucking retarded documentaries and shit on my phone at work, yeah, or yeah. America's Got Talent, or something like that, which I know she could care less about. Um, so that happened with Homeland. Yeah. And I don't think she'll ever go back to it. Okay. So it doesn't matter if I spoil it. You anything. can go nuts. So like a lot of the, the comparisons that I saw was mission styles and mission types. Like a lot of those undercover thing, that's basically, they're both basically part of the same government, right? Yeah. They're both, they're, they're both CIA type shit. And so they were doing all the same things and the one thing I I think Lioness did better than Homeland was the well I can't really say the personal relationship because she ended up having a daughter with a traitor and doing like all oh, this so much shit like her kids got taken away like because she was bipolar right she was a bipolar CIA agent who freaking was great at her job when she was on point so that yeah I was gonna say Lioness did it better but it's hard to say I think they were just both pretty freaking good shows. Well, they have that similarity, it sounds like. And that's why I think it's more networky or more. This is like, this is when, uh, like, I just, I, I didn't like any more part of it. Like, I've, even though this, this line of show had a terrorist angle, but it's, it's so much years removed from most of the terrorist shit that was like kind of out there. And I felt it was monot like, it was just too, like, much of it. Like, even though how Metro Homeland got like praise for it or whatever, I didn't care. I didn't care who won whatever. I didn't even care that she was... I liked that idea. I even like the Mandy Patikin guy like from Criminal Mike. I knew there was good actors yeah, in it. Yeah, he was yeah, And he I knew that. And, and 
from whatever I he got saw, captured one time. I remember fucking the the guy from Billions. I know he ended up leaving earlier or whatever. After so, I remember him being on the show and some shit in like the home life and him like. So this would be at the very beginning. Like him coming back as a hero from war or a mission, and he was just like conflicted on well, how he kind of had, felt. Well, he ended up uh, becoming like a uh, in terrorist. He converted. And yeah. He was so saying, and he I, ended up getting hung and all this shit. So I don't. And she had like a baby that. with him. That's hilarious. Yeah. So they had a baby from that, and this baby was around for like the next two seasons. That whole plot point it, is, gro- is, is gay became, to me. I don't like was, that. It was. That's why I didn't like the first two seasons because I didn't want them doing that thing. But after the first, the first two seasons. Because I remember Brenton, shout out to Brenton, he liked the first two seasons. He hated the fact that that guy got killed off so early. Yeah, I couldn't wait for him to get killed off because a traitor to me is like the worst thing ever. Like, you know what I mean? But when she was like, when after that and she was doing the actual balance of she's balancing her kid, like she would get like a whole bunch of shit. It's it's too much to explain. So by this point, you like the character. Like, so you're rooting for her in those ways. When you're saying like how she, just like how I like the other, like the soldiers and the the other people, how they deal their family. Like I'm rooting for them at that point. Um, you're, you're not liking the traitor and, or whatever, right? Like, so yeah. you're invested in her at this point. Yeah, because uh, anytime somebody's good at what they do and they're recognized as being good, like in like something like that, just like that lioness chick, both of them were recognized as being the best in their jobs. She was the same thing. And it was, she was like one of those, uh, you like to use this word, undeniable. Like they, because she was bipolar and, and, and because they would think that she's crazy, she always had results. Her hunch was always somewhat right. And they were always reluctant to use her. They would like, be like, you're out of the CIA. We can't deal with you, whatever. But they knew when it came down to the real shit that they wanted to get, they would put her in. It's like sometimes she would just disappear and not report back. And they'd be like, what is she doing? And all this political shit would go off. And then she would, you, you would see the story of her finding the answers and figuring it out. And like, I would always be like, this girl's crazy. She's, she's nuts. She, there's no way she's right about this. And she would stick to her guns and then she would end up being right eventually. And so that's what I really liked. Like they just couldn't, she was just too undeniable. So we like mostly reality shows and like not, well, other things or whatever. Like I'm, I'm trying to ask you like the the pantheon of shows that you've liked. Yeah. Right? Like these are all these um, there's more shows to think of, but just think of Homeland, think of Sopranos, yeah. Think of The Expanse. Yeah. Um but just go with those three if you can think Breaking of those. Breaking Bad, of course. What? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Um I, I The Wire is out of my memory. I can't remember The Wire. So, but just, those are all four kind of different shows. Yeah. Is there anything in common about those things you like? Like The Sopranos has like the military aspect of the, 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 mob, the mob, right? Yeah. And then you have to listen to these people. You do all this. Breaking Bad is different on its own because it's like, that's that's what makes it unique. Like the story of the teacher and like nothing yeah. to do with the criminal world. Yeah. And then like how he dominates the criminal world and how like the outsider, you know what I mean? Like, and, and like you root for the antihero or whatever and like that. So I don't, I don't even know what I'm asking. Like, um, there, those kind of shows seem fewer and far between. Like I, I want to talk about like Big Brother and the Challenge and Survivor, and those, those change because they're brand new every year. Yeah, like they have the similarities we like. But what is it about? Like, is there any kind of similarity with shows that you non-reality shows that you end no, up like? Come? I don't think so because I'm just. I think partially I'm. Um, now I can use the word jaded because I went to school and we studied shows, so I haven't really. I don't really look at shows as a type of thing in common that I like. As if it's visually appealing and it doesn't sound like crap 
and the writing is good, I typically just freaking like it. Like Virgin River. It's freaking cheesy, but it looks great. <laughs> it looks great, right? They freaking the story, the storyline is like um it's like it's not like oh, outlandish, but it's like this you get invested romantic. and characters. Characters will make or break a show, right? It has to. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can't I can't mock you for liking a show I've never tried before and respect Dude, most of what mine. you like. It's mine all to myself. Yeah, see, that's hilarious. <laughs> I should watch it and hate watch it. <laughs> tell you why you don't. You should crap. like it about that it. That bitch right? is ugly. <laughs> oh, it's cute. That's why you like the cute, the cute girl there, right? Eh? They're, they're all she pretty cute. She won't be a virgin cute. for much longer. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wasn't. I don't know why I was thinking that. You're right. Like, So The Expanse has all the visual components that Breaking Bad, Homeland, even Sopranos don't have. Yeah. Right? Like That's part of the yep. draw to that. And the fantasy, and right? the you're fantasy. not it's like there's the totally differences of things or whatever. It's just like when it comes like Starfield and Grand Theft Auto, like those are two totally different like visual, uh, like whatever, like visuals coming at you, and, yep. and and but there's similarities in the. That's why I asked if it's like Red Dead or or Grand Theft Auto, and so you can it can be similar and but in a different. I don't know, like there's a different. Um, yeah theater or landscape or 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 like i said like grand theft auto it's all fantasy but that's like oh it's los angeles it's, yeah right like in that like space like you told me if i'm going to start to play starfield like you have to like space games yeah right and have that and you were surprised so uh yeah i don't like so that's like are you gonna, a, are you gonna say that you you you, 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 you we'll you, get back to tv so i surprised <laughs> the fuck out of you by saying i downloaded starfield yes but i couldn't get past the you first fucking board past it before i started i couldn't change my guy i did the most simplest fucking thing have you started it up since then no i haven't so i'm Even sorry to try and check if the button you, works you don't understand you you understand because i tell you but you 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 really don't understand why i haven't been able to start it up again Deep down, um, are you, you talking understand. about time waves? Yeah. No, no, no. I completely get it because sometimes I go months without playing a game that I want to play. Okay. Like I have Game Pass and I can play all the games on Game Pass that I want, but I just don't have the time to do it sometimes. But when I say to you, I, okay, that's not the right. But when I say to you, I downloaded, I tried it, but and I haven't got back. You're like, what do you mean? Did you the first time I I told you like on a on a Tuesday? Yeah. He was like, did you play yesterday? It's like, Brian, yeah. didn't you just fucking hear me? Like, no, I don't have. It was like like you just want to talk about it. Yeah. You kind of understand, yeah, yeah. but you like it so much. You don't understand. It's like, how could you just start? How are you doing? How do you not play for an hour and a half each time you play? Is well, my question or your question? I'm guessing. Well, I don't, I haven't told you what I really feel about the game yet. Am I just assuming all this? Yeah. Cause I play it a lot as you're assuming. I like okay, it, maybe. which well, makes sense. Well, I'm now, so you don't like it. I, I like you the brought game. it up as a morality question in one of the things. Yes. So it must. So yeah, you're right. I, maybe I'm assuming because you don't do that all the time. Yeah. So I like the game in general. Like I like aspects of the game. I think that's what it is. I think I like aspects of the game, and as I play the game now, I'm just choosing to do those things. Yeah. Like I have I have not advanced the main story compared to me just being caught randomly doing random shit. And, and like, I'm freaking smuggling contraband and shit just because, you know what I mean? And those interactions is what I haven't even really, the writing of the game, which is usually what I enjoy most, like when it comes to like Red Dead and when it comes to um, Grand Theft Auto, the storylines and other games I've played, I haven't enjoyed that aspect of the game yet. So there's, there's not fair for me to, you, for me to think that you would know that already in the middle of a game. Yeah. I mean, and I'm such a fucking noob, like Bond, but to me, nothing c 
can compare to Red Dead or Grand Theft Auto. In yeah. a way, like Red Dead 2 might be a better storyline than Grand Theft Auto. Possibly, that's yeah. a, It could be sacrilege. Like, you know what I mean? Like, again, they're living on the show. Honestly, it's Rockstar, and that's what literally they do the best. And this is, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's why I'm comparing it to, but like you said, like, it's like a good TV show. Like, it's the writing. It's not so much like the action of jumping on a horse and doing all that, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever, like, yep. like, like uh, hunting or just doing ridiculous missions to, you know what I mean? Like steal a wagon from behind a fucking thing, like in the middle. But when you're in it and you're like in the middle of a, uh, like a downtown fucking like Wyoming or whatever it is in like 18, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Like you, you start to feel it. When I was playing it, like the horse's hooves, every time I heard it, like I, I just felt a certain way. Yeah. And the, the promise of a game like Starfield, it's like, oh my God, you can do that to me in space. Like first you do it to me on the streets of LA. Yeah. And you do it to me in, in like Red Dead, and then oh, sorry, but it's not Rockstar, so it's stupid it's not, for me to think it. But it is Bethesda, and they do make. Well, great this is games. my ignorance because I'm only in the the most the mainstream world. of mainstream. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not like I'm in the Rockstar world. Those who just appeal to me. Well, in terms of mainstream, they are the king of mainstream games in this genre. No, why maybe? And this is what you even said with the Star for why it can work is that it's because you can either do the main mission. Or you can just do whatever. Yeah. And we were talking. I've never done uh, GTA Online, and it's because of my oh, yeah. it's because of my biasness of playing online. But there's a niche for a player like me to do stuff like heists by myself or yep. do other things. It just doesn't have that storyline that I'm always so used to. Yeah. I went from Pac Man and Galaga with no storyline to storylines to Mario storylines yeah. to GTA, and just now I think everything is like that. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not, I'm not like savvy enough or in the game world to to realize that distinction. And of course, the like these other games have it, and that's why they become gems. You know what I mean, or whatever it is for their yeah. own different reasons, like TV shows. And so, it's not that I'm. Um, see, it's also like it says video games and shows. Like you said, you binge the shows. It's sometimes it's just something catches you, right? Like it might be the beginning of the game where you can't wait to advance, and then it maybe becomes monotonous, or you care less about the mission. And it's just like, what else? These new games and whatever, the older games like we just talked about, they have these other side things you can do. And what the genius of online is, they, now you're a role player. You can just be a fucking garbage man. Yeah. Or do other, like no, it becomes like a Sims world, right? Like how you can do it. And it's, why not? Why not take advantage of all that kind of fucking thing? And when I'm reading about this online, because it's all new to me, I haven't done it, but it's just like, oh, there's like real world scams online. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's real world DJs playing in virtual clubs yeah. like they do in shit like Second Life. Yeah. Like why would I go and say, I love the GTA world. Let's go do it in that, right? And so I, I've never, wa- I can even say find the time. I've just never bothered. But what happens with a show and a game is you, there's a turning point. You can all of a sudden get hooked and then you can't stop thinking about it. Yep. And that was, that was me with Starfield ever since that moral dilemma. Yeah, but now you're saying maybe not. Because that wasn't part of the main mission. That just fucking happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, right. That was a side mission. Yeah, it was a side mission. It just, just happened. I just happened to be on a planet. Or like, I um, uh, was this part of the main mission? No, this was not part of the main mission. I went to go find a guy. And I went to go find a guy. And um, he, it was a scientist. And I, his ship was, there was like a rumor of his ship being like among this asteroid belt, asteroid belt. And so you're flying through this asteroid belt, like freaking looking for his ship. And then he starts attacking you. You can option you blow up the ship or you can like disable it by destroying the engines. I disable it and I go in the ship and he commits suicide. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck? 
Have you ever received uh, like uh, accolades for that moral dilemma that you did, right? Has, have you seen a statue built of yourself yet? No, but you know what? I did come across them again. Yeah, I knew you would. And they, I was like freaking, it was like random as well. They were just saying, oh, hey, we're just, thank you. We want to thank you again for everything. And we're going to reiterate that they want to build a statue of me. And they said what planet they were going to and all this shit. They were in space. I'm like, holy crap. Like, you just didn't even think so about it. So for sure it. that's going to happen again later. I, I, you go. I guarantee I'm going to see him one, one more time. And... um so, I mean, I don't, it's not said, so I tried to play the game, like I, I loaded it up and then I went to go play it and like, I, it's cause I like watching football and fucking doing other shit and I, I'll try to squeeze time. Yeah. But the, um, it, the reason I couldn't play it is cause I can't play first player game, yep. like first person shooters. Yeah. And the promise is like, I can change it to the third person, but I couldn't get it to change and yeah. I haven't tried since. So I'm hoping that I reset it and I hope I have something really intangible to fucking talk about of it or whatever. Yeah. My first my first uh, initial thoughts of the game were lots of potential. Like, yeah. even though I'm just in the mines and I hear like the kind of story, like the graphics are so good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know they're like, they're maybe not the greatest, but they're, they're just not mind blowing, but they are pretty like good. Like it does. In, you do get involved. Like yeah. it's, it's a, it has the beginning of the hook. Yeah. Like I don't like the hook I was talking about. Some games you right away. know I could care less. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many games do you start and you do like, I'll just make this a stupid example. I like playing like retro games because I'm retro and I'll do that. And so you can just like have a whole arcade of stuff. And then they have like a different version of a Pac-Man or a Gal or something. And it's like, oh, that should work. And you're just like, this does not work. Yes. Like, I don't like any of the controls. I don't like yes. any of this. Oh, that's a, that's annoying. None of the story. And just, so you just, you, there's too many games out there. I'll just give up. Yeah. And I'll just like fucking delete it and all that kind of things. I've done it with a bunch of racing games where it's like, there's millions out there. So it's hit or miss. Mm -hmm. You're either going to love it or whatever. And then you just realize, oh, I should have just stuck with Forza. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Or then I'll bring back to GTA. My buddy said, you want the best racing game? GTA. Yeah, like it, and then it's it becomes undeniable because like one said, of the best. I mean, Horizons is kind of better now. It, it depends on what you're it. looking for as ter as as far as response to the car, as far as like the gra like like you know what I mean, like the streets the of graphics. Like no, no, Forza. I'm Forza not Horizons. Yeah, listen, I know it's a fake city, but like it's you're on that map. Like the, the longer you play GTA, like again, same with Forza. The Forza map was more all over the place. Yeah, I didn't live in that world as long as you can live in. And the worst is Red Dead Redemption because you're on a fucking horse, so yep. you see everything. Everything like you can't just zip by, yep. right? Like, um, and so like it, it definitely have that hook. But like the same with the TV shows, which is why I bring it back to maybe some of our reality shows. Are you caught up with any of the reality shows? Like you were um, really back behind on Big Brother. I still think we're pretty behind on Big Brother. Maybe a couple episodes. Um, the challenge we haven't watched the last episode, which was what today or yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so yeah, we're one episode behind on the, the challenge. challenge. Is killing it! I love that show, man. Even for the uh, downgraded version that's on. Yeah, now. this one's way better than last season, last USA season. Way true, better. True. Way better. Why? This is think? more MTV challenge esque. The other ones seemed like they were just always on a building or always on a thing. Like yeah, this, this one true. seemed like they're 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 like that seems okay. True. So that model did work. Well, they they probably had great ratings. Did you so. watch? Did you ever watch like the UK or the Australia? No, you watched the worlds. I or, watched the worlds. I watched the US. And so we MTV. watched the Australia and the Canadian one, and those were even way worse. Yeah, like those I bet. were those were kindergarten versions of even the one you're like talking about. Yeah. 
So what do you think the reason is that this one is better? Like, I think I have an opinion on it, but what, oh, I know I have an opinion, but what makes it better to you? Is it just the better challenges? I think the challenges is done better. I think they realize that it's not a waste of money. I think the first season was more of a test, right? And I think that the same second season is where they can put more money into it. Because be true. The, the, the challenges are better, bigger. Right? The cast is way better. So that was going to be my better. answer. My answer was going to be the cast. And you're not going to bring the cast on. Like some of those some of those cast members, like the vets, are getting paid regardless. They're not getting paid just, they're not getting well, paid Well, you look at a Fessy and a Josh and a Bananas and a West. Don't and ever this say is their Josh's job now. name. Don't say, don't say Josh's name. But they part of it. No, he's not part of it. He's I, fucking. I'm, he will never be a challenge, a real challenger. That's what Wes said. He will never be a real challenger to me. He's only going to eat his words. Do you think so? No, because I, I, so. I hate him too. I, I really do. do. I know you I, do. So I had a conversation. So I know. So between Josh and Fessy, who do we hate more? Josh. Josh. Tammy doesn't. Tammy can't why? stand Fessy. Well, I because mean, of his arrogance. I can see that. I can see why you would hate a Fessy, right? But. No, then, you don't have to agree to me. I hate Josh way more than Fessy. Oh, no, I know you do. I know. We but have she the same doesn't. We just talked about it yesterday. And I can see why you would hate a Fessy. Because the arrogance is annoying, but the difference is he performs. You right? can't like Josh bananas. doesn't perform. You can't like bananas and dislike Fessy. They're the same people, just different 20 years apart. Yeah. They're not yeah. the same people because I like Johnny way better than and Fessy. And he can actually win. He does the challenge. Yeah, he, and he, but he's such a fuck. If you don't like bananas, I bet you just can't stand bananas. If not you, but if there's somebody, because he's got so much airtime. And he's just as cocky. We've yep. seen him back it up for seven different championships. Yep, exactly. But really, like that's only because he's done forty shows. Fessy's not there yet. I know, and but I don't think I don't know if he'll ever be a Johnny level challenger. So what makes this cast better is even with the Josh type. Is it's like they've matured into a better viewing uh, uh, for better viewing. Like they they're not as raw as as some. and so the raw people they're coming up with like the Michaela and like the Cassie. Like, I fucking loved Cassie on Survivor. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, she's a white chick who gets thrown in all the time. Yeah. And she's not a part of like, everybody else's alliance. And um, and so I that's what makes some people, like, great. Even, like, the Tyler guy from Big Brother. Yeah. He's just a chill dude with the fucking, like, long curly hair. And just, I like, he too. doesn't fit into the fucking dog-eat-dog -dog world. Yeah. But he's a really good challenger. Well, you're going to have to get dog-eat-dog. -dog well, but that's show. what I mean. They learn. They, they, they but do they, learn. And the challenge more than these other things because they the same people come back on together. Like like Big Brother, it's always a new cast. Survivor, it's always a new cast. The challenge, it's like a, a, a it's like a reoccurring cast. Yep. And it becomes their job. Yep. And so some of them are like doing it because it's going to be their job or some of them are just like, um, whatever, just like, um, like they're, they're, they're reality TV people. So they get like brought into these things and they don't like, the first USA was like, they have no idea what the challenge is. Don't disrespect the best show yeah, on TV. Yeah, I know, what the fuck? Um, so which... Which one do you think you would do? I think I know. If you could do, I know you don't watch Survivor that much. I try yep. to get you to do this so you could care less, but I'm going to throw it in there. Like, uh, and you don't watch Amazing Race at all either. No. You know what it's about type of thing. Yeah. Right? It's nothing yeah. to do with it like this. It's like just teams against teams, but not competing. Occasionally they do each other, but it's just a race. Yeah. And you got obstacles to do. And it's all around the world. It's just how good you can travel with like a partner type of thing. But I'm, it was part of my question. Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, or The Challenge? Which one would you do? Um, which one would I actually do? Okay, it's two. which one would you think you'd be the best at? Or which one would you want to do the most? 
I would want to do the challenge the most. I think I think the prestige of winning the, winning the challenge is higher than any of those other shows, right? You're discounting Big Brother. I'm or, not no, no, discounting. No, 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 no. You're discounting Survivor. I think. I, I. But you're in a way. You're right. I mean, yes, I'm discount. I am discounting Survivor because the Survivor challenges don't even compare to a daily challenge on on the challenge. They don't. They don't. These guys are are jumping off cliffs. You're right. These guys are freaking jumping off moving you're trucks. Right. So yeah. But I'll, Survivor, give, I'll give Survivor challenges a B plus and the a uh, an a plus the for this standard challenge. the standard survivors is, are b minus yes but as political as challenges i'm not saying your answer is right because it's your answer is that so is just it? one no 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 no. that's what i would like to do i would probably do big brother over all of them is that is your politician in you is that yes. your that your skills come together most i think big brother has the best balance of your political game affecting you as much as your challenges, winning challenges affecting you. You're not, you, on those, on like the challenge, for example, I, your political game is really minimized. Yes, it can help you, but at the end of the day, if you win shit, you're basically fine. So on Survivor and the challenge, if you, if there's a, a chance for you and me to have, for me to have to count on you in a future thing or like teamed up, I'm going to want to get rid of weak uh, people so I'm not shared with them. Like in Big Brother, strong people like really have to protect themselves because they can go. They like their their strength really only enhances them, mm-hmm. right? And other than the political like relationships that you make, but you're always going to like it's very hard to be so good politically. Mm-hmm. Like in yes. those people are never good as yes. what they are. When it happens, it happens in random things. Absolutely. Like Big Brother. So for me personally, because of f- physical limitations, it would be Big Brother. I think because you can have like Cerise and fucking Felicia's and all those things that can uh, not be the most physically dominant. And then if there is a physically dominant, like the Thai kid who won Big Brother Canada, yeah. he was an asshole to everybody. Yeah. And he, but he won his way there. Absolutely. And then people wanted him to win because they respected him. In Big Brother, a guy like Josh is, wins because the people hate the guy beside him so much. Yes. Right? Like that, there's that guy, Paul, with a big beard. Yeah. Who won, but he never won. Because he just rubbed a couple of people the wrong way. People in the jury of Big Brother get butt hurt, and they get to decide. Same with Survivor. If you get butt hurt too much, so you have to play this ultimate politician. Yeah. Where this is why you're butt hurt. Yeah. This is why. Yes, you got used, but we're all. I don't know how you explain yourself, but you have to explain your worthiness. And more and more, if you're not good, like a floater can win Big Brother mm-hmm. because they just didn't make somebody angry at them. Yeah, they don't give it. There's no judge to deserve that you made the best Lego piece or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you crossed the finish line first. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, but like, um, like that's what makes it a better. Like that's why I don't like Big Brother compared to those other ones. Mm-hmm. The Amazing Race is totally different. You have to do kind of these challenges. Like it's you're 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 thrown into such a foreign like because you're going to different countries you're thrown into the most chaotic situation you can like you're navigating fucking a cab in fucking manila or you know what i mean like whatever bangladesh or something like that or but then they also have bungee jumping off a fucking long thing or doing these crazy things and all your bad quality you me are driving and we fucking got our fuck yeah we're bros we fucking do that we're great it's just like how fast matter you're gonna fast you get mad at me for reading the map wrong or like turning left or not right or me not being able to put a fucking bouquet of flowers together in the right way mm. it just seems and just like you know like i i, I mean you know, like it just it's so it's it's the per- personal relationships you make are within your own team yeah you don't have to be liked by other people yeah 
and those other ones. So, but the challenge, I think, my my days have passed. I've never wanted to prove myself that physically. Really? Yeah. Man, I would be great. Yeah, well, you're you like proving yourself more than I think I do. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I think you would pick the challenge. I'm very competitive when it comes to certain things. If I could, in that same way, I think I'd like to think I could do that amazing race because to be forced to do all those things in different countries and have that like and be challenged like that, mm-hmm. like it's more in my wheelhouse as I like where I am now. But I never like I I just I don't think I would beat Fessy in a hall brawl. Like I don't want to try to prove my. You know what I mean? Like not well, that I'm that's scared. The thing. That's why I think it's crazy because. That's why I think it's so good because you have to not only like, like you said, they're reoccurring characters, right? And so you have to go on the show expecting that you're going to go up against some certain veterans or some people who are way bigger than you, right? Or some people who are smarter than you. And you were going on the show already knowing this, if you, if you've seen the show before, right? And then on top of that, you still have to be a politician. And then on top of that, they're, they're, you're going to do the hardest things you ever do in your life. True. And just even, that's why the people who get on the show or are willing to do it get a little respect from me. Josh gets it's like, it's like a little, like, can you see between my fingers? <laughs> yeah. He gets like that much We're because on the same page. He, he goes back. He so tries. So you like Josh. No, don't <laughs> ever, no, no. <laughs> but I loved this season where he came on, he's looking a little buff and stuff. He's like, yeah, this is going to be my season. I'm going to do the business. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Josh. You're not going to do nothing. You're like Corey. Um, so, you know what? I had more, you know, it's like Corey. Even Corey's gotten a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's not going to win shit. So how did we ever turn into a place that's full of hard outs? I don't know. We're busy. But if we could sign off now, like I said, I don't know if I've kept you here too long. All right. I will thank you guys for listening to the work related podcast. I'm going to Florida next week. So we uh, will try to do a disjointed uh, Zoom one. Uh, but very worst scenario. We'll see you guys in three weeks. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you in a couple. Uh, thanks, everybody. Later. Later.